Name one good thing about me, I'll name one good thing about you. Like our, our best characteristic that we see in one another. Um Fuck you, man. Fuck you for how long this is taking. Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the I May Regret This podcast. Back oh, with God. another... <laughs> what? You called them germs. <laughs> back with another episode, rounding off our part two of the episode or i guess the the multi-series episode where canal will love me by the end oh my of god this. wrong wrong it's so wrong <laughs> it's, a, it's a question to fall in love with You'll your see. partner yeah lover <laughs> let's dive right into it i'm not doing this <laughs> okay. i refuse question 17 okay I'm going to ask you this question. What is your most treasured memory? <laughs> you get the worst ones. I hate this. I actually hate this. <laughs> treasured most memory? treasured memory. Um, that's tough. That's really tough. It's really hard to pin one. I mean, like, there's the Raptors winning the championship. There's so many great memories that I've had with family and friends. Um, okay. Okay, how about this? Say Just this. say... Okay. Oh, okay. I you think, were going to say something. I think I have one. I think I have one. I okay, think okay, it would okay. be... I think it would be... One of two days related to the same incident, either the first day that we went to go uh, pick out a dog or the day that we actually ended up bringing my dog home because those were two separate Aww. days. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the first day we went, uh, it was with one of my dad's coworkers. Their their dogs had had a bunch of babies. So they were like, yeah, if you want one, come get one. And so we were all there. Me and my brother and my dad went and um, they were so small and adorable. And we were trying to decide mm -hmm. which one we wanted. And then this one little fucker walks right into my lap, looks up at me with this oh. adorable gaze, and then just falls asleep in my arms. And I was oh like, my all right. God. I was like, all right, I'm calling the shots here. This is the one we're taking. He ends up waking up a little bit, walks over to my dad, and then falls asleep in his arm. Oh. And uh, then my dad was sold too. Um, so yeah, we ended up going with him. And then we, we waited a little bit, came back to pick him up. He was already so big. He was a Bernice Mountain Dog and Labrador Retriever mix. So he got big pretty quickly and maintained. Uh, you've seen him. You've seen how big that guy ended up getting. I was so scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was terrified of him. So yeah, I went to go pick him up when he was like not even a year old. He was like a couple months old. And he was already so big and almost like, kind of intimidated me. I think I was I was pretty young at the time. I was probably like nine-ish, ten-ish. Um, we picked him up and like, he was kind of like whining on the way back home. And my dad was like, okay, well tell him, don't worry, shadow. And it was so awkward for me to call him by his name. I was like, oh, don't worry, buddy. <laughs> like, I felt like weird saying shadow and like bringing them home and having him like bringing him home, having him smell around. And then knowing that, you know, this is going to be like my guy moving forward and like thinking about like, you know, him getting older and like training and all that. Nothing can replace, um, or I think even top just the excitement and the happiness that I, that I felt like finally getting a dog and how attached I felt to him because yeah. like, you know, he picked me right away, which made me pick him. Um, so, so I'd probably say that's probably my most treasured memory. Maybe there's something mm -hmm. else, but uh, whatever. <laughs> no, that was, that was perfect. Yeah. RIP shadow. RIP, RIP my boy. He's looking over us now though. He's looking over us and he, and he knows that you love me. All right. Question 18. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> question 18. <laughs> Oh my god! Question what? 18. What is your most terrible memory? Oh my god. Uh-huh. The inverse. Fucker. Um. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess I could talk about one. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is the most terrible one, but this is just a low point in my life that I just remember. And it, like, kind of peaked at one night it was just this time where i was really uncertain about and really unhopeful because i was sort of nearing the point where i'm realizing wow i'm going to graduate fairly soon like it wasn't it wasn't my final year or anything but you know i was kind of just realizing that like holy shit i'm gonna have a life after school and like i need to actually think about what i'm gonna do right um and i really wasn't happy with any possible route that I had going I really didn't like uh, what I was doing in school you know I just wasn't finding a lot of finding a lot of enjoyment out of life um and basically like I only found joy in like kind of just getting like 
doing like dumb fun stuff like hanging out with friends you know chilling with them having a good time like doing dumb funny stuff you know partying all that like that was the only thing i really enjoyed doing um and i just remember it just like this like low point just peaked out one night where it was like it was like a christmas party with friends um and we were all like drinking and we had um you know a certain legal substance going around um and so like yeah we were all partaking in that but it really just kind of made me feel worse and i also just felt that i just sort of felt like a shell of myself like i already wasn't like super confident in general and you know this really just amplified that and kind of just made me really anxious and uh shy and whatever so i was with a bunch of friends and we were all having fun but like i was just dealing with this stuff and it kind of made me um very cold almost like it it was almost like i was just being a a bummer in the party because i was feeling this way but like to everyone else they don't know what i'm going through and i'm not obviously showing that so right it kind of just seems like i'm kind of just being a bummer and i think like knowing that too made me feel guilty and i feel like some people kind of thought that i didn't like them because of that or at least in that night and like it that just added to the guilt too right um so yeah overall it was just like what could have been an amazing night was just Ah. like completely ruined you know what i mean i get that yeah that those um, those are tough those are tough like the yeah. nights that have the potential to be something great but you just kind of let something get in the way of it and it's mm-hmm. almost like you just wish you could detach and be like you know what none of my problems matter tonight <laughs> i'm just yeah. gonna enjoy it as if nothing's going on but sometimes it is really hard to make that disconnect yeah I, I like i, I, I couldn't escape it at that point right and i think you know just being under the influence of alcohol and that other okay i don't know how open i want to be with that but yeah whatever i it just made me like feel worse it doesn't help i I was trying to let let loose and like it really just made me. it'll amplify the bad thoughts sometimes yeah okay um all right next question Mm -hmm. holy shit this is a long one if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly what what is with this shit would you change anything about the way you are now living and why oh you know what that is pretty interesting are you fudging with these questions to put me through it every every time? <laughs> What's going on? You asked me. By the way, I, I, you- I am the owner of this site, and I and I put all the hard <laughs> questions on the even ones. Your questions are all like, all right, life or death. What do you do? And you got thirty seconds to figure out. And your questions, my questions for you are. <laughs> What's your favorite flower? <laughs> like dandelions, you like roses? <laughs> what is this? Okay, so I have a year to live. Do I change the way I'm living? 1 million percent. Right now, I'm kind of dedicated to school um, and work. And why I'm doing that is to set up my future, what I'll be doing 10, 20 years down the road. Yeah. If that 10, 20 years doesn't exist and I just have this one year, whatever money I have left, whatever time I have left with my family and friends, I'm going to capitalize and take advantage of that. I'll, it might be tough to travel with this pandemic. This is a really shitty time to find that I only have a year yeah. left. You know, that's a, okay. That's a good question real quick to de- derail this. Yeah, it is COVID and you are going to die within a year and COVID is not going to be over. What is like the first thing you're focusing on? Fuck. Well, <laughs> yeah, at that sorry, point, I can't do one. anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm at that point. I'm just like, I'm going to say, you know what? If I'm going out, I'm going out a true man. I'm not going to expose myself. I'm going to quarantine, make sure I don't give it to anyone else who's vulnerable. And then once I'm healthy. And if COVID's not going away, I'm just going to enjoy the time I have with my family. I'm obviously going to drop out of school. I'm going to quit my job. Um, or actually, I'm on a co-op term, so I'll probably finish my job, get the money I can. I'm going to drop out of school. And for that remaining year, I'm just going to focus on having fun, spending my money a little freely, go out, be a little unhealthy, and just uh, satisfy a craving every now and then, whatever. I guess, I guess, uh, really, I'm just going to capitalize and spend the time that I have with my family, um, play video games. If I really can't go out and see my friends, play video games with my friends, do all that shit, but just really take advantage of the time that I have left with the people that I care about mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, kind of being self-centric or whatever. And, you know, trying to make the best memories and best treasured memories that I can experiences that I have and touch someone's life, I guess, whatever, all that sappy bullshit within that year, do what I can and then make it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely changed the way I'm living my life. I'm not going to be so career oriented anymore or anything. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Cause I hated that question 20. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess you can kind of answer this the same way you answered the previous one that we ended part one with. It's what does friendship mean to you, which is pretty similar to what you value in a friend. So I'm assuming it's the answer. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, I guess I'll just quickly touch on that. Like, I think it's different because 
you know, I have close friends and I have like distant friends too, <laughs> I guess not distant, but you know, less close friends that are like less involved in my life. Right. And I think like those close friends, you know, I'm there for, you know, someone to talk to support, like someone to do something fun with, you know, someone just who's just like knows me and is involved in my life. And then mm -hmm. the other people are kind of just like, you know, people I enjoy spending time with talking to. Right. Uh, yeah. And I guess that's it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I didn't think that one would be too different. Question 21. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> no way, no way. Oh, oh, no panic. <laughs> All right. Um, what roles do you love? Wait. Oh, what roles do love and affection play in your life? Uh, none. Question 22. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. That's so fucked up. Okay, um, I can answer what... this question for you. So, like, the role that love plays is, like, when we spend time together. No, um, no, I'll I... <laughs> take it. I'll take it, buddy. I'll take it. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'll take this one. What role do love and affection play in my life? Um, I, I Again, I, I really don't think I have a crazy answer. Um, I'm not really seeing anyone or anything like that. And judging by the circumstances and the situation we're in right now, um, it's kind of hard to be in something like that so, with someone that's outside your family. So kind of focusing in with my family. There's a lot of bad going on in the world right now uh, with this pandemic and with a lot of the horrible things that are going on that we won't really dive into right now, but I'm sure people are aware of it. Um, and, and it really creates a perspective of you never know who it could be tomorrow. And so right now in a situation, we're almost forced to just constantly be with our families and with our loved ones or whoever we're currently living with. Um, if we are living with someone. So the roles love and affection are playing or take advantage of that time. Very similar to my last answer, but take advantage of that time. We don't, we're not in situations like this really ever. This is very unique. And so to capitalize on that the way you can, in my case, you know, my family and I are pretty close, but you know, maybe just sometimes just take a day off. I mean, you're doing the same thing every day, just kick back, play a board game or some shit like that. But I guess really just take advantage yeah. of the time that you have with each other. Because again, with everything going on in the world, you just don't ever want to take any of these days for granted. I would say is probably the best way I could sum that up. For sure. On a, on a side note, not, not to shit on that very beautiful answer, but like, is this the most first world problem? But like, aren't you kind of sick of people just being like, yeah. And like, you know, as we all know, we're in just some very unique times. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we fucking yeah. know. Right, like we hear it so much at this point, it's not yeah. unique times anymore. It's, it's, I'm over yeah. it. <laughs> it's not that unique. Like we've been doing. You've taken a shit on my answer. <laughs> Sorry. All right, question twenty-two. Um, Wait, aren't you twenty-one? Excuse. Aren't you question twenty-one? Yeah, but you're. No. Oh yeah, I'm 22. I'm. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I had too much wine. So you're wasted. Question 22. You're off question the, 22. The, the the Riesling. All right. Question 22. What is this? What What are you drinking, by the way? What is the drunkest you've ever been? Huh? <laughs> I, I have a Cabernet Sauvignon. That's exactly what I have. Oh my god. I think that's because that's what you told. What was that, man? <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> Yes, question 22. <laughs> I believe you're asking me? You know, people say that um, two people drinking Cabernet Sauvignon, that, that means that they love each other. They don't say that. They absolutely <laughs> yeah, don't they say do. that. <laughs> they question do. 22. I'm done with it. And we're moving on. Question 22. Okay, lover. Alter <laughs> Alternate. What? Alternate sharing something. You consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of... Okay, fuck that. Name one good thing about me, I'll name one good thing about you. Like, our, our best characteristic that we see in one another. Um... Fuck you, man. Fuck you for how long this <laughs> no. is taking. <laughs> Thinking. I'll start with your best characteristic. You always know how to hurt my goddamn feelings. How's that for your best characteristic, you piece of shit? Huh? I was thinking because there's so many. I was trying to think of the oh, best. Oh, yeah? Character. All right, just give me, the, give me one off the top of your head then. I don't need a best. Okay. Honestly, well, honestly that is a lot thinking. of pressure though. Honestly, like in all seriousness, it doesn't have to be a best. Like any positive because best is a little loaded and difficult. Well, actually, that was what I was going to say. I don't really like the word I'm going to use because I think it's kind of corny, but like the... I think like the positivity you bring. I just feel like you have a really good way of like twisting um in a positive way the things that 
happen to you or like the things you are doing um to always like have a good outlook on it and i feel like that's so like refreshing because I, I feel like from a natural place like i come from the opposite like a half glass uh empty half glass full type of guy right oh. sorry let me explain that i'm a half half glass glass empty oh fuck you're doing okay, solve, you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i quit <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> okay what's what's your favorite thing I, uh thank you first of all that was very nice of you 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 really worked your way up there um i'm not going to say the percentage but i think um, for you honestly it would it would probably be um i think you've you kind of do a really good job at establishing okay first of all i don't know if you see yourself that way for anyone who has never really met daniel in person daniel is fucking huge like tall in one level of huge but also like fucking ripped and the other aspect of huge. So someone like Daniel could be very intimidating if he wants to. Especially for someone like me, who was hanging out with a group of older people strictly due to my older brother and my older like best friend. So I was coming into this friend group younger and not knowing anyone. And Daniel's level of, I think the level of comfort that you can create for someone. Um, when I was first coming into the friend group, when I was trying to fit in at house parties, you know, kind of being that calming presence, that comforting presence, super easy to talk to, easy to get to know, help me fit in, shit like that. Um, and I think that's an, eventually what enabled us to like that level of comfort and, and, and being able to talk as openly as we could is what opened the dialogue to starting this podcast. I think that's one huge positive of yours that I don't know whether or not you see that in you, but you can very well be like this huge, like intimidating figure, like something <laughs> like that. But like, you're you're a little fluffy guppy instead. <laughs> wow, no, that that actually really means a lot. Like, um, I, yeah, I definitely don't. I'm honestly surprised by some some of the re like reactions I got from people. And you know what? I think like in terms of the way I look, at least, and I think it's because, you know, until I was 16. I was pretty much always like the shortest guy in like the class. And I kind of went through like a random growth spurt and kind of, you know, got tall all of, us, all of a sudden. And right. I guess I'm still just like in the root of me, like still not used to kind of being like, not like big by any means, but uh, above average, I guess, height right. and whatnot. And I still kind of like personality wise, um, still kind of like sink in to the background of, of like uh, an event or whatever, just because like right. I'm kind of used to doing that. Um, so it's kind of weird that I guess because of my height, sometimes like I still stick out more than like some people and like, I don't act like it, I guess. I have noticed that, but no, it That's really a means thing. a lot that yeah. they were like, um, you know, like I, I'm a level of a, or like I'm someone comforting to like go to in a party where like, you know, there's all these like different personalities and stuff. Right. Because you know what? Like, I really appreciate those people that are like that for me, too. So, yeah, no, 100%. Awesome 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. Don't say it. Don't. All right. Next question. <laughs> <I feel it. laughs> All right. 23. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your oh. childhood was happier than most other people's? Wow. Okay. This is going to be very quick and easy. I've. <laughs> without knowing been speaking about this literally the whole episode but yeah or i guess mainly part one but yeah no my my family and i we're, we're very we're, we're pretty close um we're not like a very like corny family i guess i'll say like we don't like say like i love you at the end of co every conversation and like you know like like that but at the end of the day i'm very close with my family we can talk about anything i know i can go to them about anything as i said before i feel very privileged for the upbringing that i have and i know that it is a more fortunate childhood compared to what a lot of other people might end up inevitably going through or have gone through um so yeah we're we are very close i do feel like i've had a very good childhood and upbringing and and overall our relationships together are, are pretty great yeah that's awesome man i feel yeah. the same way i think Dope. Well, that's great, actually, because question 24, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother is the question. Oh, um, that is a great question. You know what? I feel like it's definitely changed over time. I used to think that, or here's how I feel. I think naturally, I'm just my dad. Like, okay. as a person, my, my natural instinct, my natural reaction to situations, you know, my personality and what, like, naturally comes out of me is just like my dad. And I think right. over time, 
I don't know what I was influenced by, but you know, I sort of invoke certain changes in me that like tend to be more like my mom's over time. Um, so I think it's almost like I'm my dad first and my mom second <laughs> in terms of like yeah. who I naturally am now. Right. Um, and it's kind of cool because I used to not re- relate to my mother at all. Like she used to just kind of be like a friend, you know, like those friends you have like two types of friends. You have the friends that are just like you and then the friends that are like nothing like you. She was she was the latter for me. And now she's kind of like the, the former in a lot nice. of ways. Like I, I relate great. to her in a lot of ways. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, I think it's great. I talked to her about a lot of stuff and I, I feel like um, she grew up here. Like she was born in Toronto. So right. as much as I grew up, you know, like not being totally open about a lot of things. And like I didn't want to share every detail with my parents and stuff. But then, you know, just in the background, like the more and more I thought about it, I always know like my mom's just been through all this same shit. You know what I mean? Like she's grown up here. She's had like such a similar experience. Um, so you know what I mean? Like she gets it all. Right. No, that's great. A hundred percent. I I feel very similar about mine. Again, I'm not going to really dive into it. I've already had, but yeah, that's awesome to hear. Fuck yeah. All right. 25. Knoll, make three true we statements each, for instance. Oh, wait, this is for each of us. For instance, we are both in this room feeling blank. Okay, let's make one each again. So you so start. What are we doing? So you make we statements. Like right now, if if you like just what is something we both share right now? A podcast. Or... Next question. Okay, I think we um <laughs> <laughs> Did I fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs> I am a little confused. What am I sa- what am I trying to go for here? I I guess it's just like something we have in common. Oh, or okay. like even it's just any we statement. Like think of something you would tell someone about us. Like even if it's not something we have in common, it's like uh, uh, something something I would immediately <laughs> something I would immediately I would say, say we love each other. We have a deep we, love for each other. <laughs> Sexual so love. Specifically. No way! No way! <laughs> something I would say, some, and something that I kind of have said, and and you know would continue to say is that we have a great, I think, chemistry. And and how we're able to stop yourself, first of all. We have a great Loving chemistry. chemistry. And, how we're able to, <laughs> and how we're able to kind of bounce um ideas, levels of productivity, comedy, all of that back and forth between one another. I think our personalities sync up in a way where we're able to have that open dialogue totally. easily. Whether we're how how we are when we record, how we are throughout the week, constantly talking about this past episode, current episode, what's next, what are we working on right now? talking about our own lives we have this this dynamic between us that's very easy to have that open dialogue about anything i think that's what always jumps out to me personally yeah for sure man i think we've had this conversation and i'm so surprised that you know when i had the idea of doing this podcast like i knew it was going to take a lot of work i didn't realize it was going to take this much work yeah and i guess you know i mean we did a lot of work and we like laid the foundation so it's less work now but i just feel like if I spent this much time with anyone else, I would have hated them. And I'm just, I kind of think about it sometimes. I'm like, how do we not hate each other? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, holy shit, this would be so annoying if I did this with uh, like someone else. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the fact that we have to like FaceTime all the time and like think about like all these like logistical things and then like I, coming up with ideas for different All stuff. these brainstorming sessions and all that. You'd think that would wear, but I think it's, it's unique what we have here that we're not able to like get that like even like annoyed or fed up or frustrated at all with each other in that regard like we're able to do that every day if we really have to it could also be because like we we relieve the tension by you know doing like certain you know intimate sexual moments right with like our each each other i question 26 (laughs) (laughs) you've hijacked the idea of this I really have. I'm really uh, committed to it. <laughs> and I respect like you for it. to loving me. Okay, question and 26. I, oh my god. <laughs> question 26. Question 20. Interesting. I'm going to quickly answer this. And I, I know we haven't really been doing that, but I think I have a quick five second answer. So question 26 okay. is complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. My answer is, I don't have an answer for that. I feel comfortable in my life where I have a relationship with with all types of people that I could talk to about literally anything. And I don't think I have that like thing about, you know what? I wish I could 
talk to someone about this. Like, there's no one I can talk to about this. Like, there's certain things that I don't feel comfortable talking to my family about, (laughs) but I have a certain friend that Mm -hmm, I can talk mm -hmm. to about it. Yeah, you have different people in your life that you can, you know what I mean? Like, utilize in in different ways. Like, not exactly. Exactly. And like, and so maybe that very friend though, like I don't feel comfortable talking about like an intimate situation with like a girl or something, but then I have another friend that I could talk to about that. Like, I feel good about mm-hmm. the relationships in my life where I don't think I have that. Yeah. Um, first of all, I mean, I, I want to answer this question real quick, but I just like to say that you hijacked it and then answered it and then said, I don't have one. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? I wish I had someone that could share. Oh, let me answer this. Um, no one. No. <laughs> like, what the hell? You hijacked it for that. Okay, yes, yeah, so but... I have an answer. The answer is no. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Call me out. <laughs> um. No. Here's what I'll say about this. And I think um we've talked like I, we could do a whole episode on you know mental health and like therapy and you know low points and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like personally I am not in a, doing therapy right now, and I did for a little bit. And I feel like at the end of the day, I can have as many people in my life as I want to talk to. But, you know, if you want to work on yourself and you want to, like, improve things that are, uh, you know, bringing you down, um, you know, just day to day or whatever, just someone to, like, have. It's nice to have a therapist because you have someone that's fully committed to helping you and you can make them do whatever you want. <laughs> Sorry. That sounds really weird, but like. And essentially anything you want to work on yourself about you can bring that to the table and say like i want to talk about this and they're like yeah okay how can i help you and you know what i mean like they'll be there for you to help you in that way whether or not that's like they're challenging you challenging you or supporting you or like even just having someone to talk to about it because just having that dialogue yeah because even if you have friends to talk to it's like okay am i gonna burden this person day to day week to week about like you know, I'm struggling with this thing this week, or like, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this. It's like, okay, dude, leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I I have my own life to live. Whereas like a therapist, it's like, they are there for you. And I feel like that's what's so valuable about it. And so like, I'm not doing that right now. Um, But you know what? Ideally, like I'd always have that, I think. Even if it's like, I just feel like it's fucking expensive. (laughs) Yeah, fair. All right, question 27. Oh, there's a long one. If you're going to become a close friend with your partner, mm-hmm. <laughs> why would we need to do that? Because we're already lovers. <laughs> please share what would be important for him or her to know. Wow. That's, huh. Um, I, I guess, guess just assuming we're not already like close, but close okay, friends, let's, yeah. let's say we aren't uh, lovers, even though we already are. Like what would, <laughs> if we were going to get that to that point and like be like super intimate, or whatever sure. is there like anything else you need to tell me <laughs> do you have a um do you have like a you know you u-shaped penis or something you know I, something? I really yeah you know what i don't think i need to <laughs> you've really stuck with this you've really stuck with this um and you're proud I really, of me for it honestly i don't i am proud of you for it i am but i don't think there's anything else you need to know i'm a pretty open book i guess in that regard and i feel like everything you would need to know you already know at this point it's unfortunate that we've kind of hijacked that answer by already being like pretty close i would say yeah or i think know, this is meant for like a one to five a, date a young up-and-coming couple but yeah not that we are a couple so. all right let's go to let's go to 28 okay cool um this is <laughs> this for is me for you <laughs> this is for me yeah oh do you see it yeah i do okay Th- so yeah so this is for me to tell you honestly what I like about you and what I wouldn't have said to you that if I just like first met you, um, interesting. So something that I like about you that I wouldn't have told you upon meeting you for the first time, uh, this is going to sound kind of bad, but oh, you have to say it now. Yeah. Next question. You're right. (laughs) Honestly, it would be, um, exactly what my previous answer was about that level of comfort that you bring. I don't like to tell people that like shit like that right off the bat because I don't want to come off either a strong or be like, you know, act like I have you all figured out and be like, oh, you bring this level of comfort mm. and I just met you. And it's yeah, like, like, you know, that kind of you throws don't, you don't really off. know that yet. Exactly. I don't know you. How can I come to your face and say that? So <laughs> yeah, and then you'd also big... be kind of weird to be like, 
you, we're just talking for the first five minutes. It's like, you're, you're really comforting. You're exactly, a comfort to me. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's so weird. So it's probably like, again, that's one of the better things about you. And, and I, I do like that, but I would not have told you that. Like, you know, if we had just met, this yeah. is like a now type of conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, next one. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually kind of fitting. This is the one for me. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. <laughs> Fuck. Well, <laughs> Yes, I've finally. done a lot of this already. Why don't yeah, Why don't yeah. you ask me like a, a sp- like something? Give me some sort of context, like a, an age or like some sort of like situation. Your most recent like, embarrassing moment. Um. Oh man, I thought of Let's one, but like it. I don't know if I could say this because it involves a real person <laughs> that may or may not eventually listen to this. Hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna be very vague about it. Okay, first of all, male or female, I'll create a name for you up at the top so it doesn't come from your brain. Like, who's the female. person involved in this? Female? Yeah. Okay. Scarlet. Okay, so Scarlet... I'm trying to... Okay, I'm going to be very vague about this, but, like, still have it be interesting. Just make sure you're embarrassed at the end of it, and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, so let's just say there's Scarlet, and she's older than me, mm-hmm. and... I saw her here and there growing up. She she was part of family friends, right? Okay. okay. And um, so whatever. We're never like super close, but you know, I know her and I know her family. Right. Cut to now. Um, you know, obviously she's still older than me, but of course, that's um, how age works. <laughs> <laughs> I hear through like my mom. She went to a friend's house. Um, this is before COVID friend's house to have, uh, you know, some sort of get together with whatever. And this family friend, a, a person in this family was at that party. Not, not her, not Scarlett, but a member of her family was there anyways. Okay. Um, or, you know what? Maybe she was either way. I got word that my mom tells me that, oh, um, this Scarlett once, mm-hmm. uh, was asking about you. Oh, and, um, I'm like, oh, really? Okay. And then she was like, uh, you know, asking about my work and like stuff like that and what I'm doing. And then she was talking about how like she may have open positions at her place um, and she should I should get in touch with her. And then I see that she adds me on Instagram. I'm like, oh, okay. And then my mom kind of like subtly hints like, oh, I don't know, like maybe she likes you or something. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, So then she hits me up randomly like oh? i kind of i i talked to her about it in the beginning she's like oh like check this out i'm like okay cool um and then uh you know it was just like whatever her her company or whatever so i checked it out it like seemed kind of interesting but whatever nothing yeah. really happened didn't talk to her for like two months or something then she hit me up randomly and she's like hey are you down for a virtual coffee and I'm like, okay. oh, okay, in my head, right? And then it's I'm like, it's a date. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and then she's like, oh yeah, let's do it this time. And I'm like, hey, by the way, are you actually talking about like uh, a coffee? Like, cause, um, I don't know how to make one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, I don't know. I stumbled <laughs> through some shit, but either way, we have this thing. And just before it's about to happen, she's like, oh, by the way, like, this isn't like a formal interview or anything. I just want to get to know about your experiences and whatnot. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. Because I was like, so close to being like, are you sure we should have coffee? Like, we should have wine instead. Like, like, whatever, all this shit. I was going to say this. And then like, she just texted me at that last, like right before the, the, our call. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I know that. I know that. Change out of a tuxedo and burn the rose to get into a hoodie. <laughs> so then I'm like, I completely switch it up. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is like an interview now. So like, then I have to like refresh myself on my career and everything. And, then you know, then we have a call oh. and, it, and it goes OK. But um, yeah, I was kind of just like, holy fuck. Imagine if I just went into that and like. He's like, ah-ha-ha, like, yo, what's up? I know you so said crazy. coffee, but uh, <laughs> I got my bottle here, so... Oh, my experience. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> um oh, yeah. damn it. Well, thank it's you for opening up and sharing that. I appreciate it. <laughs> God, I hate that. This is, this is real people in my life. Fuck. Okay, question 30. Yeah. When did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself? Holy shit, this is awesome. 
Oh, um, honestly, it would be it would have been the last time I cried was in front of my family, and it was when uh, we oh. went to go put Shadow down. Yeah, pretty emotional day. Yeah, don't uh, need to dive into it too much. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was definitely uh, by far, if not the saddest day, one of the saddest days of my life. And yeah, the last time I'd cried, yeah. which was um, it's currently what june 2020 may late may early june 2020 that was october yeah. 2019 when that happened so that was probably wow awesome. oh, yeah. it's been a while too yeah really and really i mean it's it's pretty crazy how the time's gone well, by since then but sir we he was shadow was your best and worst memory yeah yeah how about that <laughs> but you know now it's uh, obviously you know it's so sad at that time but you know you get by it and you just really kind of celebrate like the best moments that you had together and whatnot sadness yeah, fades sure. but definitely at the time that was yeah that was the last time i cried but one of the worst mo moments or days of my life for sure um okay i'm ready to move on from that <laughs> all right question 31 hey let me just whip oh, the tears off my face wait, wait, <laughs> question yeah question 31 wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. question 31 tell your partner something that you like about them already i just did that did okay, I let's just, just move on. 32. Yeah, yeah fuck 32. Right. Fuck like that. Five times. Go ahead. Question 32. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Oh, oh that's wow. Okay. That's completely a different question. Honestly, so I don't have limits. Um, I'm okay with anyone joking about anything with me except for like actual tragedies. So <laughs> I guess I'm going to tie this back to my dog again. <laughs> any like, <laughs> like any jokes like that, like about like, my dog but, that had passed or like a, a family member that had passed okay. i'm not but is this about you specifically because technically there could be a tragedy about anything if you said like oh, well, i'm gonna kill you exactly like you know, was... someone got murdered you know so that's and, what uh... i was about to say so if it's about my personal life at any point from the moment that happened till the day i die off limits if it's about like someone i don't know but like maybe someone that impacted me like like kobe for example like the whole kobe death like that had me fucked up for a little bit if someone made a joke about that like it even now, I think it's very off-putting. But even like, especially within the first couple weeks, that's off limits. I'd be like, "Yeah, that's not funny. Never do that again." <laughs> like, I wouldn't find that amusing yeah. at all. If it's like someone I didn't know, but someone that still had an impact on my life, yeah, that's that's off limits. But I think that's really where the line is drawn for me. Like, you want to make any type of like joke about me or like about like some situation? I, again, I, I guess so. I guess if it's some crazy pressing thing going on in the world, we're just like obvious not to joke about something serious where like lives are being lost or being ruined if it's nothing like that then i guess i don't mind too much like hearing a joke like that like yeah if anything i just won't laugh but i won't be like yo you just fucking crossed the line you know what i mean yeah i think here's what i'll say about that is i i think technically nothing is too serious to be joked about but i think as a person you know who's making a joke you want other people to feel good and laugh about it right. and you know, it's it pretty it becomes a pretty clear sign at which point, you know, you're making a joke about something that is at the expense of someone or exactly. makes someone feel awful. And um, at that point, it's just a bad joke. <laughs> and you know what? If it's if it's really just like offensive, um, it's probably just not funny. Exactly. Unless like, you know, it's the shock humor being real. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, being real offensive, which is just I don't know that it's like a low low-grade comedy you know so what regardless I mean? like, of how so, funny you're trying to be or how entertaining you're trying to be as a decent human being you need to know where to draw the line in the sand if you're going to take advantage of a situation that's happening about you know someone losing their life or if you're just going to be blatantly racist or offensive towards a specific group of people or a community okay like as a decent human being i don't care how funny you're trying to be it's it, like stop <laughs> you know like there's a line <laughs> there um yeah. but like that's probably what it is for me other than that like people who know me know that i'm pretty uh, like my sense of humor is pretty widely ranged like it, there's there's a variety of things that i find amusing so yeah right. that'll probably be it for me i don't know if you had anything else you wanted to add i don't know if i cut you off there or not but uh no i feel like that's pretty good perfect we're almost there question 33 okay is this, this me is... reading or you <laughs> right yeah this is you yeah i'm reading this yeah because i'm all yeah, yeah, you're no, because yeah, no, I asked you what's what's out of line. Oh, did you? Yeah. You're, oh, then we fucked up, didn't we? Because aren't I even numbers and you're odd numbers? Because you did number one. <laughs> okay, fuck it. I'm just gonna ask you. Okay. All right, if you were to die this evening with no, no opportunity, no, <laughs> no way, no way, no way. You're joking, right? Tell me you're joking. I'm not dying again. 
Okay, no, this is okay. This is okay. Okay. Like, it's saying dying, but really it's in the context of something else. If you okay. were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, yeah. what would you most regret not having told someone? What haven't you told them yet? So, like, maybe maybe you're open about yourself and, you, you know, you're comfortable with who you are. But, like, a certain person that it's like, I want to tell this person this before I die. Ooh. Okay. So, this is kind of loaded. <laughs> I'm not going to give too much context because someone could very well be listening. Um, so, there's a couple things. I'll give one general answer and then I'll give the one that I just kind of alluded to. The general answer would be... Again, with this whole, you never know when it's someone's time. I'm trying to never really, for the most part, end conversations with people I'm close with on a bad note because you really just never know. So I would regret ending a conversation with someone on a bad note and then just being gone the next day. You know what I mean? Like someone that I'm close to and they got a <laughs> shitty argument or something like that. That's like the general broad answer because that applies to almost anyone. Um, there is a, a, a person out there that I'm, I'm at a healthy friendship with. And there are, I guess, deeper emotions, I think on my side for sure, but I think on the other person's side as well. But due to the circumstances that we're in, we've never really talked about it um, for mm. the most part. We generally tried to avoid it. And I've noticed times where we've kind of gotten close and then just bounced around it because of actual circumstances in our in our lives that make it a little difficult to talk about it. And I'm not going to dive into that or even give any context really because it'll kind of give away a bit too much but mm. i guess that would be a regret also of like i i hate that i never got to have that dialogue with that person <laughs> you know what i mean and kind of talk yeah. about it um I, I guess that would be one of them for sure um i'm not gonna give too much away and i know that's kind of a a, a shitty answer for someone who doesn't <laughs> and i and you know what we can't have that dialogue and i do love you <laughs> no <laughs> it's funny because i think i actually know who it is do you well let's we'll talk about it we'll talk about it once we get off here let's but gab you, you afterwards really <laughs> all right i'm gonna hang up with craig oh, as soon on, as we're done here <laughs> <laughs> all right we're almost there question 34 you're oh finally you're you're in the fucking hot seat literally buddy oh, fuck i've been trying you're... to pour out this wine for like five minutes and i'm really struggling i don't want to make like an ASMR why noise why don't you pour it out and mute your microphone okay. if you want while i'm reading this okay your house containing everything you own catches on fire after saving your loved ones and pets you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item so everything your all your loved ones are safe people are all human lives are safe but in this house everything you own is on fire and you can quickly run back in and save one thing what is that one item and why um because i'll tell you my first instinct is sure. i feel like i'm at the point in my life where you know i've tried to hold on to a lot of things in the past and like been really nostalgic about it and like wanted to hold on to it um and i really get that but i think i've learned over time that you know what it's fine to let go of things um and just kind of appreciate that it's something that happened and just you know carry that memory with you um and instead just so you know make greater things happen in the rest of your life you know like make new fonder memories or like have some other you know what i mean so that's what i'm thinking with like pictures and stuff you know hopefully i'll be more open to letting go of a lot of that stuff but to me what comes first is like my phone because i still i feel like a lot of my memories are fair, fair. are logged on my phone you know and all this stuff like if there's stuff i don't have on the cloud or whatever like pictures of things um i guess that's mainly it is probably I think that'd be a any any other one item it's like you know i could say my laptop but it's like who the, who the fuck cares in the grand scheme of things like you know what i mean yeah no i'm literally just looking around my room right now <laughs> i'm wondering no i i know I, I for some reason assume like the phone's just in the pocket but it doesn't it, everything you own is in there meaning the phone is in there so yeah i think that would be my answer as well yeah which yeah, i, I kind of it kind of feels like a cop-out but it does I, but like yeah. it contains so much <laughs> like yeah yeah and no, it's probably I, I, the I, single I, most valuable item i have other than a laptop <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a two birds one get two birds stoned at once you know what i'm saying <laughs> next question all right, question. <laughs> <laughs> all right of all the people in your family mm -hmm. 
Wow, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Jesus. What the f <laughs> Like, what are these questions that I've gotten? Wow, that sucks, man. I mean, take your time. We can cut it out. We're going to cut you out your answer to who. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. I don't want to really, like, cop out, but I don't know if I can answer that. I love all of my family I, equally. <laughs> no, really. Like, I think every single one of them would be on an equal level. Honestly. Like, I, I, I don't. I, I, don't I have an answer for you. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. What's my, what's my answer? Because I feel like the immediately what comes to your head is three people. Your mom, your dad, and your brother. Of right? course. So here's my answer. I think most disturbing, you know, most tragic at the time, most sad. I don't know. It's all just a mix match or whatever. But most disturbing, I mm -hmm. think, is your brother. Because, you know, your parents have essentially done their main goal in life, which is to, like, have children and, like, pass on their family, pass on their life, like, grow these two beautiful people. And the fact that if Ankur was to ever, you know, knock on wood, pass away... Mm -hmm. Not going with that he doesn't, obviously. Right, I was about to say, wait a second. <laughs> um, then you know what I mean? Like, he'd be taken at such a young age. And, you know what I mean? He's He wasn't able to grow to the parents where you're... I mean, either way, it would be a tragedy, but to cut... On I know what you mean. So, I get what you mean. Yeah. It's like that age thing automatically creates that that logical barrier. Yeah. Um. So from a removed perspective, I think that is the most logical answer. But I think just... For me, it's it's hard to say really any one person. Yeah, I guess it would. I guess I'm not in your family, but it'd probably be me, right? At the end of the day. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> My Last... God, I probably just dropped so low there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hated I hated what happened to me. I wish I started with number one. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Last one. Last question. Question thirty six. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, of course, I have to, it turns back on me, right? Like, of course. <laughs> Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on he, how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. Okay, so honestly, fuck that part. Really just share a personal problem and ask how I might handle it and what I think about it, really. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm generally, you know, is a theme happening right now. Yeah. I, I feel like I've experienced a lot of personal growth in the past few years. It's been mm -hmm. accelerated, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, I think I realized reflecting on my life, I've been unhappy in a long, in a lot of ways for a long time. Right. So this invokes a lot of stuff in me where I need to change this and this and I need to fight whatever urges I have and I need to be different and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm focused and I'm hard on myself in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. which can be really good because then I experience growth when I work on something really hard and it feels really fulfilling. And right. I've been trying to fill my, my time with like only fulfilling things. Whereas like, you know, I'm working on this, I'm working on this. And if I'm not working on this, then you know what? I'm not going to sit around and watch Netflix or YouTube or like some shit like that. I'm going to like spend time with family or, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm trying to do my best to only fill my time with fulfilling shit. Right. Um, right. But what's happening is that I guess, like I said before, like sometimes my future gets a bit hazy and that I don't know exactly what I want. Mm hmm. And then it's like, what am I even working towards? I don't even understand what all this time was for. And like, why am I not just focusing on enjoying the time I have right now? Right. And like, yeah. I don't know yeah. what's doing that. And I also have the feeling too, that like, I'm always working towards shit and blah, blah, blah. And it's, and it's great because part of what being happy is to me is just being hopeful for the future or like having things to look forward to. But also too, sometimes it's like when I kind of lose that, then I have nothing because it's like, am I even enjoying what I'm doing right now? Like the days are just passing by and I'm just like doing shit. It's like, what am I even doing this for? Right. So I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's no, just something I, 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 I know you kind of just gave like a, question. you kind of just did give like a general thing, but I think there is yeah. an overarching question in there. So I think this ties back to two things we were talking about. One up at the top of part one, 
which is you kind of just needed some time to do nothing this weekend. Mm-hmm. The other thing was the perfection stuff we talked about. I think both of those tie into what you just said. So the way I would kind of answer that or maneuver that is allow yourself to have those days, those weekends, maybe even those weeks where you're like, I'm not going to exert myself and go full throttle. I'm going to take it easy on myself instead of constantly leading to be doing something. I'm off work. I have no editing to do. Oh shit, let me go work on the side adventure. No, why not just kick back, watch some Netflix, allow myself to take that mental relaxation? Because at the end of the day, if I think back about how hard I've been working for X amount of months, even weeks, it could even be days, how much time I've put into these different things that I didn't really have to. I, it's allowing yourself to recognize I have earned this break and this little mental breather. And I'm allowed to do this. And I'm, if anyone's going to try and call me for anything that's not like essential work, I'll just put mm. it off till tomorrow. I'll say, no, I'm taking a personal day today. That's it. Yeah. Allow yourself to have those days every now and then. Because it looks you know like what, you did though? it this weekend and it looked like it helped. And I know that sometimes... It did, yeah. In a, I, and I totally understand that sometimes when you're as driven as someone can be, that's not a good thing. And you're driving yourself crazy and you're unable to kind of kick back because you're like, I'm, I, I should be doing something right now though. And you're not able to kind of focus on relaxing because you're still thinking about working. But the more you can create that like sense of like just detaching and letting go and just focusing on yourself for a little bit, it's very therapeutic. I think it helps quite a bit. It definitely helps me. Yeah. You know what? I, I think you're right. And you know, this weekend has taught me that like I need to do that more. But at the same time, I feel like even though I rationally understand that there's something deeper in me that doesn't let me do that a lot of the times and i think this is why is because you know remember that question that came up before was like what is something you've always wanted to do and why aren't you doing it that question of like why aren't you doing it always like eats at eats away at me and like the fact that i haven't done this thing or whatever and it's taken this long and to me i don't you know i don't think it takes that much work like i know what i need to do and it's like why don't i work on it and the times where i'm like you know what, I worked on this and this and uh, you know what, like I deserve a break or whatever. It's just like all that stuff adds up and I, I just feel like I give myself too many breaks and it's like, yeah, no wonder you haven't gotten that shit done that like would be really fulfilling and really great for you is that like you're okay, you're complacent enough to like be okay with the fact that, um, you know, you're taking a break rather than, you know, like gripping life, uh, you know, like tackling life essentially and just like saying like, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and this. And, you know, I'm going to be fulfilled more in it. And, you know, I realized something too recently about myself is that I think I've developed this trait of being so hard on myself because I think naturally, as soon as I get kind of a win, you know, I get some small sense of victory, then like I lose the hunger to keep going. So like I've developed this thing of being like, nah, you didn't win. So then I still have that hunger within me because like as soon as say um, I, I take one step, step one out of a hundred, I feel yeah. good about that. And then I lose the hunger to go to step two. Right. So I think it's like a kind of defense mechanism. And, and again, and I, I, I definitely get that. And I've to a certain extent, I think we've kind of realized throughout this that we're kind of similar in that regard. And mm-hmm. something that I've very fortunately been able to figure out is as hard as it is, when you allow yourself just kind of kick back like that, like I get like that whole mentality that you talked about of, but I'm not doing anything fulfilling right now. I'm not going to get any self-fulfillment out of this. Yeah. That's fair. But this time that you're giving yourself right now to not be hard on yourself, to take that moral victory or that actual victory to celebrate step one out of 100 is that is that mental breather that you need to recalibrate, get yourself back together get that hunger back and then be ready to push for step two. Because you also have to understand if you keep doing these tiny little steps, refusing to celebrate and moving on, naturally you're just going to get burnt out. If you give yourself some time in between to recalibrate, get yourself together, recognize what you've done. And even just looking back on a day where you're just relaxing, kicking back and allowing yourself that day, when you're looking back at all those things that you've accomplished and all those things that you've done, that alone can instill some hunger. Like, okay, I'm relaxing today. I'm looking at all the shit I've done and I'm, already feeling better i'm less burnt out i've given myself the day i know i'm going to be back on my shit tomorrow and look at all the shit i've done up till now what's stopping me from doubling this moving forward like you can literally get that in that moment of just giving yourself that self-therapy or giving yourself that break 
I think it's very helpful. I do know that sometimes you can be a little hard on yourself with all that too, but like you grind like quite a bit when you're not like doing shit that you're obligated. I guess I'll say quote unquote obligated with like your actual work and all that. You are always Mm. constantly grinding. And I think it definitely is helpful for you and, or it would be helpful for you to kind of take that step back every now and then and allow yourself to recalibrate and get that hunger going again, just by reflecting on all the things you've accomplished and saying, I did all that. And I was able to step back and give myself a break. And now I'm ready to go again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You're right. I got I just got to foster that properly because like, even when I relaxed this weekend and I know it was better for my health. Yeah. It still just kind of felt like I was wasting my time. Like I'm, I'm disappointed in what I needed to do to get, I better. get it. I, I, I get wish it. it was like something more fulfilling. Like if I just sat there and like meditated for five hours instead, what I needed to do was lie in bed and watch YouTube. And it's like, right. I just feel like that's such a waste of life. I get that. I get that. Like, what did I get out of those five hours of YouTube? Right. Yeah. Because there's no tangible thing that I got out of that or no evidence of accomplishment that I got out of that. But who's to say that just giving yourself this time didn't set up. Let's, let's look at it this way. Let's say you were already burnt out going into today or into this weekend and you force yourself to produce work that you're not super proud of because obviously you're working on bur- you're running on fumes and you get to go right back into mm-hmm. work this next week sure the work you produce kind of running on fumes still produce some proof of an accomplishment but it's not as good as what it could be by giving yourself this break and now you could produce something better because this was good for you mentally it, it cleared you up a little bit it helped you yeah it, no, it you're allowed right. you to feel a bit more healthy and now sure you didn't get any tangible thing or any proof of accomplishment yesterday and you didn't get it today but it set you up to get something bigger and better tomorrow or on Tuesday or on Wednesday that you maybe wouldn't have gotten to a certain extent if you just kept running on fumes. Sometimes yeah, you just have to sure. stop and, and refuel. And that's fine. That's not a bad thing. And it's hard. It's very hard to just do that. It's much easier to just say it because at the end of the day is a personality shift that you kind of have to make of like, let go, let go. It's okay to not be working right now. So it's difficult, but it definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just next steps for me is finding the balance of when I need to do that and when it's okay to do that because I don't want to give myself too much room because I've gotten carried away with it in the past where like, it's like, you know what? I deserve a break. (laughs) And then I'm just, I'm just deserving breaks all of a sudden all the time. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, you're totally right. Like even just doing jack shit will like make the time where you're doing more, like more effective. So hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. I think you're right. Well, Well, there it is. I guess that's it. 36 36 up, 36 down. So you love me? I do. Oh my God. (laughs) Kidding. Thank you so much for listening to that. No, I think that was good. I think that was good. Uh, I think that was good. No. You can't be mad. You can't be mad. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to be woke. (laughs) I'm trying to be nice. That was good for us. Um, I actually do think that. Are you crying? I was actually crying way louder and my mic wasn't picking it up. <laughs> um, no, that was good. I do. Um, yeah, that, that was actually a lot of fun, to be honest. I know why. <laughs> that was so fucking long. Yeah, I know that. that yeah, you know what? This, this did go insanely long. So we're, we're going to wrap up here. Um, thank you so much for anyone who actually stuck through both parts of this. I think it's going to be two hours in total. Um, let us know if you liked what we did, if you'd like us to do something similar down the road. Thank you so much once again to our anonymous listener who suggested we do this. It made for great content, we think, and we hope you guys feel the same. Uh, if you'd like to come on the show again, we are still taking, first of all, listener questions, but also people who want to come on as guests. We're definitely um, more than happy to throw you into the potential queue of people that we want to have on the show and yeah. people that want to be on the show. Uh, that you know what? It's always I just, exciting I just want to say something real quick because yeah. I know you're, you're just about to end it. But yep. I just want to say on a previous episode, uh, yeah. I was saying that I love everyone who's listening and Kunal cut me off and said he loves everyone more. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to expose mm-hmm. you right now. I'm going to make sure you don't edit this out. He edited out the part where I said I love the listeners more. He edited no, it out no, this, no, no, this no, no. snake serpent okay, so this is... non-loving motherfucker. So I love you more. I love As... the listeners more. I have greater love for the people that listen to this show. And mm-hmm. Kunal is just a loveless little, little... You know, after 36 questions, he doesn't even love me. So how could he ever love you? <laughs> I love you more. Okay, first of all, the only reason I edited it out is because he went, I love, and it kind of like cut out as the recording was oh, ending. Yeah. So I was like, oh, why have a half? Why have, why, 
why have someone speaking half of a sentence, like not even a sentence, half of like three words at the end of an episode? I just oh, put sure, I took that sure. out. Okay, I'll leave that in. I'll leave that in. How's that? Don't act like you're doing me a favor. I am doing you a favor. I am. Let's <laughs> end so the show. Once you end the show. Thank you so much for you listening to another episode. I thank you so much for listening to another episode. <laughs> I may regret this podcast, and we will see you next time. And I love all of you more than Daniel. Fuck that. I don't wanna see you pull up. It's a hectic scene. I don't wanna see you me and Gobi on the beat. What you mean? We gon' win. We be zooming through the cities on the west side. On the west side. Yeah. Rest in peace to this beat. Not tryna flex. Arcadia will feel the rest.